This is Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio with Emily Dean. And guess what? Steve Hall is with us hey. this morning. You can text the show on 8.12.15. Follow us on X and Instagram at Frank on the Radio. Email via Frank at absoluteradio.co.uk. That's the free one. <laughs> you know, when you introduced Steve Hall, it was very sweet. A uh, little mm. bit of backstage gossip here. The producer clapped, which was lovely, <laughs> but she did it silently. Oh. And I wonder Worthless. what the... <laughs> I saw smilers I, in an audience. I have a lot of audiences like that. Yeah, <laughs> smilers, I think, just don't come if you're, that's all you've got. <laughs> Do you find smilers worse than um, people who look genuinely glum? No. Okay. <laughs> Nothing is worse than that. Those people, apps. I... I Oh. It's the ones who only show it in their shoulders. You know they're enjoying it, but they just they just. I'm on about shoulders. ones that look at you like they're looking at a second-hand wardrobe. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing, just not even contempt. Be, they've gone past that. What about the ones scrolling through their phone? Oh. <laughs> well, when I saw you at the lyric, uh, which was fabulous, uh, my friend Helen was in was in the second row. And, oh, yeah. and you and you were saying to her, "Are you enjoying it?" And she had to sort of go, "No, this is honestly my happy face." Yeah, it's. I'm sorry, you forget that some people um, they don't. Uh, it doesn't all come out on the. Oh, that's their story. <laughs> um, I hope she had a nice night. She did. She um, absolutely loved it. Frank. All. We've received. <laughs> this is if Elvis was doing this show. That's what it would be like. Imagine what a scoop that'd be for Absolute. They had Elvis on on it. I don't think my heart could take it. All those <laughs> no, bacon I don't know and if he's peanut good. butter. Well, you, well, you'd be going. I've got this old shirt. I'd love you to wear it. It would. It would sell yeah. an old thing. Yeah, I'm not saying I'd be on. I'm saying he'd, he'd replace me. Oh, right. He'd be I you would, guys with Elvis. I would worry about his um, motivational speeches. Yeah. That would change. Is it uh, too dark for breakfast? Uh -huh. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but all, all that stuff. You can get us on uh, X or uh, Instagram. <laughs> Just think Elvis knew nothing of X and Instagram. That's for the best. Love you soon. Uh -huh. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. He'd make me talk about all the lovely things he'd bought me. Yeah, you, I mean, the gifts you I bought guys this lovely oh, lady a diamond ring. <laughs> the beautiful show anyway, he's, showed not, up. he's not doing it. <laughs> oh, thanks for that. He's not doing it. Newsflash, everyone. We've received this. Well, we didn't actually receive it, but uh, James Bond has yeah. tweeted. Okay. Official account, James Bond 007. Okay. Official account. Yeah, official okay. account. What is Daniel Craig's most memorable stunt? And then there are some images of him in the various films. Yeah. And unfortunately, one of our readers has got involved and said, <laughs> Michael has replied to the official 007 James Bond account stealing Frank on the radio's cleaner. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, what are the broccoli family going to think of this? My, uh, uh, my brother-in-law had, um, had lunch with uh, Barbara Broccoli recently. Oh, yeah. And... Um, he said to my partner, yeah, I, I had lunch with Barbara Broccoli. And she said, who's that? I said, no, he calls all his vegetables. He gives them all the first name. <laughs> Jasper Carrot and Barbara Broccoli had lunch with. <laughs> For a second I had her. She was, there was doubt in her eyes. Oh, so look, I... Um, 
You know the hummus that you get in a uh, windscreen wiper trench on a car? Hummus, yeah. I know, humus. You know, humus Uh, is that um, leaf stuff. You know, like they use it on got on. Uh, you know what humus is, do you? I'm. This I is a new word. I like, as in oh, the old like. God. He's had an. Ad- is that like a, a medieval medicine? No, the four humors. The humors. Hang on. Do you mean hummus? Hum- I, no, I don't mean hummus. Obviously, you don't get that in the windscreen wiper trench on a car. Speak for yourself. <laughs> you must have been to places where they have um, they use it on paths for example it's a very leafy very um, used up living (laughs) creature type of brown composty type stuff I've never been more disappointed in two people in my entire life and I'm including both princes (laughs) Um, I, well, I'll talk about something else after if you've put me off. <laughs> Frank Skinner. So, Frank, we were having a completely normal exchange. <laughs> were we? You're where? fired, both of you. <laughs> we don't come on here for completely normal exchanges. Where you were... I go on um, swap shop for that. <laughs> Slightly upset because we weren't familiar with... What was, was it? Was humours? Humours. You had the rage of someone who's got the right pub quiz answer. And his teammates yes. are letting him let Do you know, him I met a guy, I met a guy this week who I was in a quiz with. When did we do that Atlantic Bar quiz, Em? Oh, Frank and I were in a quiz together. I would say it 12 was... 12 years ago. Oh, longer than that, darling. <laughs> longer than that. 90... Uh, what about 98, 99, maybe? Was it that long ago? Maybe 2000. <laughs> anyway, 20... I met, let's, let's say 25 years ago, yeah. roughly. Yeah. I met this guy and he said, I was in a quiz team... With you, I just I filled in one week because someone was away. He said there was a pictures round. He said, um, and it was album covers, and you had to say who the artist was. He said, and and you arrived. I think you arrived a bit late. He said, and we got them all down, and we've got um, Ike and Tina Turner. And you said, I can turn it I don't think so. Charlie and Ines Fox. He said, and I just remember thinking. Wow, that's amazing. <laughs> and he remembers that from 25 that's years brilliant. ago. One quiz answer. Fantastic. Um, humus. Oh, don't. It's, it's plant fibre and stuff like that, and it's used on sometimes in paths, in in things like uh, con- the countryside. When All right, Alan Titchmarsh. Yeah, it is a bit Titchmarsh. Does the show finally have a sponsor? Is this what this is? Titchmarsh would say they use it on um, country pads where, where a slab might jar. <laughs> <laughs> have you met Alan Titchmarsh? Oh, yeah, he's lovely. Isn't he nice, I was watching his show this morning on, before I left. Okay. Yeah, you know, they go to someone's garden and make it... Um, oh, I know, they something. go to someone's garden. <laughs> they go to someone's garden and make it into a garden that the person has to pretend they like. <laughs> anyway, so, I love um, those gardener people. Do you? Yeah. Why? Uh, there's something... Uh, they look like... I mean, it's a style. They dress in a very distinct... Even the shoes they wear, those elasticated side leather shoes that female gardeners wear, saying I'm a gardener, but I'm actually quite cool in my 
mm-hmm. of the life. Um, yeah, they just seem like nice people, people of the ground. Well, Dim- they didn't know Dim- what Dim- Dimmock was. Dimmock was the, was. Oh, okay. was the OG. She was the... Oh, yes. She was, um, she was, when people say they lived, uh, they were put into a hypnosis and they went back to another life they'd had. And they were um, a serving wench in the West Country in the 18th century. That, that, they all were Charlie Dimmock, basically. <laughs> anyway. So hummus is, is it like, um, is it mulch? Yeah, yeah, it's like mulch. Okay, fine. And you get it in the bottom of your um, windscreen wiper trench oh, I do because get that. letting leaves sit there for ages. So when I leave the house in the morning, I always check so I can scoop a bit out on the way to. How school. do you scoop? It's quite hard to get purchased. I use, in I there. use fingers. Simple as that. <laughs> oh. Okay. Anyway, <laughs> I, I thought I'll check me, uh, I'll check me mulch, <laughs> and um, guess what? What? My car had gone. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. Frank, you'd left if us I was on a cliffhanger. If I was around when I was uh, in my twenties, if social media had existed mm-hmm. and I'd been doing the equivalent of the coffee drinkers, if I'd have been saying, "Oh my God, on Twitter, I haven't had my perno yet. <laughs> Am I going to get through the day?" People would have been appalled. <laughs> my if you'd have had a picture of Garfield saying, "Must have absinthe." <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I never touched the absinthe. We've Did all we've all got our limits. Really? Well, not mm. to lose Latrec, as it well, turned it was, out. It wasn't no. really popular in, in that era. I think era. he ate shorts. He stopped with usually. Oh, God. He had a bit of a comeback in the 90s. No, it though. was. Ouzo I, I would drink if I couldn't get Perno. Yeah, the French, equivalent. The, uh... See, the Ouzo, Perno or Cocoa Pops, that was my start <laughs> of the day. Anyway, so my, uh, my car... I said, <laughs> so my car had gone. What, what do you mean? It's gone. It's been stolen. Outside your house? Outside that? my house. This is shocking. So I found um, the police, but the police always come late if they come at all. No, they didn't. They were actually very prompt. Um, <laughs> what did you say to them? Hello. Sure. Like I said, I believe my car has been stolen. And they said, um, when was it stolen? I said, after 1am. And before um, 8, 10, when I left the house, they said, how do you know it was stolen after? And it was a tremendous Colombo moment. I said, well, it rained until 1 a.m. And there is a dry rectangle where my car was. I mean, I could hear I could hear the ooh from the other end of the line. I thought it was going to be a job offer, but it didn't come. But anyway, um, they... Uh, they uh, dry rectangle would be a great name for a pub, wouldn't you? <laughs> Just in the dry rectangle. Yeah. Anyway, um, they found it. No, fabulous yeah. work. They found it. I mean, it's got a tracker on it, so the, the tracker people found it. Very so what quick. happened? It had been stolen by you. It's also it's a bit easier to find because it's purple and on the bonnet it says Frank Skinner Saturday mornings on Absolute Radio. <laughs> I don't know if you know I've got that car. You, this is your you own tracker. Get that There's car. just a big microphone on the you top of it. You should get that car because nobody would steal it. <laughs> no, I'd have it if they gave it's me a free one. Proof. I presume this is your tracker, not just a really helpful stalker. 
No, no, no. He's got a company uh, one. Yeah, you know, you can pay for it. They were. uh, It was tremendous. It was all done very well. It was a bit bashed up when I got it back, but you know, it was great to get it back. As I think Charles the Second said about. England. Had they cleaned out the humus? Nah, they hell. I wonder why they targeted your car, Frank. Yeah. Well, they couldn't have done it at a worse time. Why? Because I had to phone my PA on honeymoon. Oh dear! To get the phone to get the phone numbers of all the right people. But it was a that's bit. A, um, that's quite a shocking thing. Did it have, was, was shocking. There, like, was there? Had you left stuff in there? Was there two hundred weight attackers or, or other <laughs> such precious items? There was um, nine designer leather jackets in the boot. Oh. That's what I've told the insurance company. <laughs> <laughs> no, I haven't. I haven't. God. No. Um, th- oh, they no. sound nice. Yeah. No, I. Uh, I just knew someone who, uh, every time there was an endurance claim, there was always a leather jacket. (laughs) (laughs) It wasn't me. I can't do it, you see, because I'm a Catholic. I'd rather have the the peace than the money. Did the police turn up, Frank? The police were brilliant. Mm. Tracking company, brilliant. Everyone did a great job. For I'd love to give you a terrible story about... Would you um, like you know. to thank the police? Uh, <laughs> I did thank the police. I'm actually doing their Christmas party. I'm not. Okay. Um, so, yeah, it was a weird, uh, a weird old thing, but um, I've got it back. And uh, it, it's a bit, you know... It's, as I say, it's been knocked about, but it's it's it, it's an anecdote on wheels now, <laughs> and uh, that's a good thing. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. <laughs> we've heard um, we've heard Frank from Paul the Baggy in Solihull. Oh yeah, he says hi all. I'm a 57 year old man from West Bromwich. That's why you're baggy, I suppose. <laughs> <laughs> Carry on. I'm a 57 year old man from West Bromwich who knows what humus is. I now believe soil structure was only taught in West Bromwich in the 70s. Maybe. Uh, I'd always wondered what the point was, and I would never need that knowledge until now. That's great news. Well done. Was it Paul the Baggy? Yes. Paul the Baggy in Solihull. Solihull, he sold out. What? Why has he sold out? Partially all. I thought it's gone to LA or something. It's, a, it's, it's the equivalent. <laughs> if you're born in West Bromwich, it's it's stop broke a belt. It's well, like when you told me about Adrian Trials, and you were honestly acting like he was a Ewing family or something. Well, he lived in a place called Hangley, and my dad used to say, "If we win the pools, I'll get a small holding in Hangley." So we used to dream of living <laughs> where Adrian Trials lived. Yeah. Uh, oh, privilege. It's everywhere. <laughs> By the way, they, can I say that Steve and Emily were saying to me, um, I can't believe you were so certain you'd parked in that space. They don't realise that when I park that kind of parallel parking, it takes me about 10 minutes. So I know. It does. Yeah, I've, I know it. I've, I've never, ever lost my car. Because by the time I've seen the area I'm parking, both through the window and in my rear view mirror, <laughs> coming at me and going away again for you know for ten minutes, I really, really know where I've parked. 
Oh, I'm so happy you got your car back. Oh, right? me because too. Because the criminals didn't prosper. Exactly. I like the idea of them going there, feeling so confident they'd got away with it. Well, you know, I don't want to antagonise them. <laughs> but, um, I mean, yeah, let's keep on their right side. I have to say it was a very clever piece of stealing, which I won't go into the details of. But um, No. I mean, I've got a Faraday pouch. I thought I was safe. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, and I'm also really thrilled, I know, about this this stuff you've taught me about. What, humus? Yeah, the West Bromwich stuff. Oh, yeah. I don't know if it's known as the West okay. Bromwich. I wouldn't have thought there was much in <laughs> I, I would have thought you couldn't go into a gardening centre, which is the sort of modern equivalent of um, a community hall. I think that's where people gather now, certainly at the weekends, without seeing humus in some form. I've, I think I've called it mulch, though. No, I'm, yeah. I'm happy with Are mulch. Are you okay with mulch? Yeah. Quite onomatopoeic mulch, which is why I like it. I saw, um, I went to a gig, by the way, this week. I saw um, Corey Taylor. Me and my son went to see, you know Corey Taylor? Steve. I don't know Corey oh, Taylor. Steve, I so look to you of, for music. I, I, I'm drowning in parenthood. I haven't seen. I haven't Corey been Taylor aware sounds of any a, culture for a long time. It sounds American. Yes, Let he's American. Get, okay, American. Does he have dyed black hair? No. Oh. He's not he, from Slipknot. He like is. He's the lead oh. singer with Slipknot. So he's normally masked. I missed the mask, I must say. <laughs> How I old mean, is he now, Slipknot? He's about 60, isn't he? No. Oh. He's, he looked great, but mm. I missed the mask. So I saw Bernie Clifton live once. It was famous for having a sort of mock... What kind of bird was, was it? it? An ostrich. Was it an ostrich that he used to ride? Do you oh, remember? Yes. It was like a suit. I do. And I remember he came on normally in an evening suit kind of thing. And he said, after a bit, he said, don't, don't worry, I've got it with me. <laughs> <laughs> Which Corey Fantastic. Taylor didn't say about the terrifying mass. But Bernie Clifton's part of England's marching band, the, 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 the team, that, the brass band that goes to all the England games. I think, but genuinely, it? it's not a joke. I think, no. I think Bernie Clifton was I'm not having it. a traveller. <laughs> I like that. Paul, Paul, give us the facts. <laughs> Paul the baggy, you'll know. That's a, no, I'm not accepting that. Frank, I like Don't Worry, I've Got It With Me. I think there's a lot of no, people. Yeah. yeah. If only, if only the dancers had said that at the Moulin Rouge <laughs> when me and David Badil went, they didn't do the can can. <laughs> No mask on Corey Taylor. <laughs> no ostrich on Bernie Clifton. No can-can at the Moulin Rouge. What have, what's been um, <laughs> conspicuous by its absence in your life? I 12.15. Frank Skinner. Absolute Radio. This is from Michael. If you must invite a guest on, none taken, Steve. <laughs> Steve's not a guest. Okay, no, exactly. His family. Isn't it about time you had Basil Brush making an appearance? He was looking lively last night, but he must be getting on in years now. Yeah, he is. Um, I don't know. Uh, I suppose it would be a very woke move to <laughs> say a stance against fox hunting. <laughs> well, I've he, worked he, with him quite a bit. Yeah, he was, on, he was on Fantasy Football League, wasn't he? He was on Fantasy Football. He was on my. He was a guest on my. This is your life. <laughs> Can you believe that? And. Um, and um, the the operator, <laughs> we were kept waiting. I I did a gig at the um, London Palladium, and then it happened after that. So the the show started at like one o'clock in the morning, 
and the operator, I, I think, had had a couple of um, white wines. <laughs> to be fair to him, he was on um, medication, so he hadn't had a lot, but he had enough as a cocktail. So um, Basil sounded like he was drowning when he was talking. So, Mr. Frank, Mr. Frank, I, when he was doing that, and it's, I, I don't think I've ever laughed more on television <laughs> in my life. And Basil, no, no, Mr. Frank, but if you're, <laughs> but when we rehearsed, I remember we rehearsed without the puppet at one point, just with Ivan, who was the operator, who was an old man with his old hands sticking up through the counter, and we were oh. talking to that. <laughs> like Carrie at the end of Carrie. <laughs> oh it's man, one of the That's great what... endings to a comedy special. That that the film where, where you where it's your show. I'm getting it on VHS, and it's it's a brilliant show. And then Aspel walks out at the end. Yes, That's a fabulous ending. What happened to Aspel? Is it still around? No, it's still around. Oh, okay. Um, that's what would worry me a bit about having BB on. Is I don't know. He's describing what, in the same way as Bridget Barter. Yeah, BB. I don't know. Boom, what's... boom. It's only just occurred to me that boom, boom and Basil Brush have got the same. Oh, he initials. knows what he's doing, BB. Yeah. Uh, what worries me about BB is having. I don't know what I'm going to get with the operator. Which one is it this week? No, well, it could, uh, yeah, I don't know if there's a. Do we have to take the operator for brunch or is it Basil Brush? <laughs> well, Basil Brush should allowed? be cheaper. <laughs> Well, is he allowed? You could just fill him up with potato pickings. <laughs> <laughs> no lobster for him. No. Bum! Bum! He might get turned away, which is embarrassing. I think he's done a lot of work for uh, um, children learning to read and write and stuff. A fox is allowed in restaurants. But he also, um, yeah, <laughs> I'm, we've probably eaten many a one and not known. No. I, um... Right. I uh, he did an uh, uh, Edinburgh show, which was um, he swore and stuff, and he did like a sort of stag. <laughs> basil brush after midnight. You know, I think it was like a basil brush stag show. So oh, he did like Hollyoaks nights. All the nights. haunted creatures <laughs> included in the. He title. didn't do Hollyoaks nights, Basil. <laughs> yeah, he did. Oh, he did. He did the dark side of Basil Brush. He's gone blue. I don't know oh, if dear. he still does that. I did a, a corporate thing with um, Nookie Bear once, and he was very <laughs> rude. He was extremely uh, rude. I yeah. did a corporate thing with Nookie Bear. Yeah, oh, I've, I've lived. Don't worry about that. Roger de Corsi. Yes, he was a bit Corsi. <laughs> I remember Roger de Corsi said he, he told me, stop going to football after uh, an incident in the Olympic gallery. And he wouldn't give any more information. Oh, I'll tell that. you this, I bet Nookie was involved. Well, well I don't know about that. <laughs> <laughs> It's a very big bathroom area. <laughs> this is Frank Skinner. This is Absolute Radio. On things coming out of nowhere, I was at when I was at the Corey Taylor gig at the Evan Team Apollo. Is that how you say it? I've never known how you pronounce it. I'd okay. say... Okay. It's still the Hammer, I'd say Hammersmith Odeon to me Eventim, still. I'd go. Yeah, um, Okay. Uh, a guy said to me, There's a, can I ask you a question? There's a question I've always wanted to ask you. I said, this guy in the audience, I said, okay. He said, why have you never done Top Gear? <laughs> You've always wanted to ask me that. 
And then he spilled beer over me while he was talking. Absolutely drenched me. And then another guy said, we signed my forearm. And I said, okay. And I did that heat it beer all over me as well, accidentally. So I was, I, I smelled like the old days. <laughs> What did the third guy say? How you diddling? Not very bad. Unfortunately, because it's true, there's no rule of three in this story. It's, yeah. it's a, it's a damn shame. Did he ask you about Top Kid before or after your car had been stolen? Uh, well, I hadn't told him about That was before, I think, yes. That's true. You'll never guess what uh, Corey Taylor did. This is what the slip song. Man. He did a song from a a theme from a children's TV show, which he wrote. Okay, shall we oh. guess? Yeah. Corey Terry Slipknot, remember? So, you so know, it's he's, around he's, he's, that's, that's what it's normally like. So he was, I reckon he's in his 50s now. I think he looks fantastic. I would yeah. have thought he's younger than that, but I could be wrong. What I, do I don't, you want I to guess? Well, I don't know how left field to guess here. I, before you said kid show, I was thinking it turns out he'd written the young New Mexican puppeteer. No. But I'm going to say Paw Patrol. No. Let's go, let's go left field. That's good. What's yours? Okay. I'm going to go uh, Power Rangers. Nice. Well, so he gets up, he gets an acoustic guitar to do another song and the crowd all get excited. And he goes, oh, all right then. He lives in a pineapple under the sea and everybody goes, SpongeBob Squip! It was a, it's a very special moment, yeah. Of course, he had to include songs. He does a lot of swearing. Right. Oh. There's a lot of suggestions that we have some sort of Oedipal relationships. Going right, on. Please. We've got his album is called CMFT. You're a bit obsessed with this. Yeah. He's called Corey. I think you can work <laughs> it out. Anyway. Oh no. But he was great though. We've had a lot of communiques regarding I'm quite frightened to say this word because I got it wrong and I don't want to, you to be angry with me. It's called hummus. I think it's humus. Humus. What's a good way for me to remember it? Think Hume. of um, Cardinal Hume. <laughs> Okay, yeah, do okay. it like that. Yeah. Okay. You, sh you must try the sandwiches. <laughs> okay. Okay. You must learn more about soil might be a good yes. way to remember it. Well, I've suggested Cardinal Hume, and you've gone for you must try the sandwiches. Humongous. I'd never say humongous. I've never said humongous before. That's the first time I've ever said it. Would you ever say, well, it was absolutely humongous? Yes. Would you? Let's leave it there. Okay. So, um, Frank and team, it was also known as league mould. League or leave? They've I, said I, league. Well, yeah, I'm, Do I'm, you think that's a typo? I have been staring at that, trying to work out if it's a typo. My dad used to have sacks of it to put on the garden for the veg. Now, mm. garden has been spelt G-S-T-D-E-N, which is making me think league might have been leaf. Mm. However, I think you'll enjoy 119, don't you, Steve? Uh, yeah, absolutely. Over to you. It's an absolute cracker. Hello, Frank. My husband shares your sheer indignation <laughs> over the leafed hummus. He's been shouting at the radio <laughs> about it and claims he cleaned the hummus from our car charging port this a.m., Thank you for raising this informative issue. Incidentally, he once met you about 10 years ago in a swimming pool changing room. Oh, oh he was one of those guys. Not a family one no. in the Cotswolds. No. Yes. Our yes, two-year-old son was screaming his head off for me. 
and you, Frank, ever ready with a helpful suggestion, said to my husband, that's gratitude for you. <laughs> Praise redacted, Erica and Mark. You can say that about any child in crime. <laughs> it's a great catch-all. Yeah, I, I, used to, I get very um, self-conscious in um, dressing rooms. Why? Because... You're an anecdote on legs. A naked celebrity is an anecdote on legs. Yeah, but what a, what a pair of legs, if I you know, don't mind me objectifying yeah, you. Yeah, but it's all right. Everything's fine if you start at the bottom, but then things start going wrong. And I always think, oh, they're making mental notes of this for stories in the pub later. Mm. Oh, <laughs> the horror. <laughs> the horror. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. We've also had uh, 597 has been in touch with us just to continue with some of our correspondence. Hi, Frank, Emily and Steve. I'd never heard of Humus either until today. It really worked, that Cardinal Hume. (laughs) I I really feel confident now. Uh, I'd never heard of Humus either until today. I'm with Emily as a mulch person. (laughs) Yeah, I'm all right with mulch. I don't mind it. Although I'm not sure... Oh, I know that was rude. I don't know whether I could say that. I don't know. Don't say anything borderline. Well, I, I can't cope. Uh, yeah, yeah. I, 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 producer I, I starts was, playing with a laminate in yeah, anxiety. I, I was not going to read that bit out. No, um, no. I and think and we'll if, leave if I'm not going to say it, then it's a yeah, trouble. Steve is a bit um, end of the pier rude. <laughs> 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 we, that was Simon of Sudbury. Oh, yeah. Who's one of our regulars. Okay. And it's not like him. He's got a little bit medieval with the. Has uh, uh, he got a bit barrack room? He's got, <laughs> he's got, he's got a little bit medieval. No, the, we don't uh, want any of that. The crudite. We don't want any of that. Okay. Is that SMS? Yeah, we've, we've also had some uh, justice for Bernie Clifton. Uh, oh, yeah. Said, a few people have said he, there's a bit of dispute about what exact instrument he plays. Uh, I think it's, it's the ostrich. <laughs> it's either the trombone or the trumpet. Uh, right. Glenn Davis has said Bernie He's plays trumpet. He's in the England in the the, the travelling band, and someone has quoted uh, Martin Sullivan and said Bar- Bar- Bernie Clifton was a member of the England band. Certainly in 2014, according to the Guardian, who quoted David Baddiel commenting on Twitter, and David had said, "I tire of endless rule Britannias and great escapes." Clifton played trombone. Yes, that's b- Dave has. Um, <laughs> it has always been furious that they never play Three Lions, the England <laughs> band. Um, and that band's only existed since 96 as well. It, 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 its genesis was when your song was first released. Yeah, there's gratitude for you, as I said to the crying chance. It's the absolute equivalent, born out of 96, but still their infernal screeching... <laughs> Shows no respect. That's what you said about me and Kath once. Oh, yes. Now, listen. uh... Listen, it's all going to be Frankie (laughs) Howard. We've got some... We've had some correspondence through, Frank. Yes. You know what I'm talking about here, Steve. It's regarding the food. Ah, yes. Frank's Food. food of choice. It's regarding your beloved crisp choice... Oh. Are they a crisp? Are they? They're a maize corn snack. Are they? Well, I'm just making I that up. I think they're a maize balls. <laughs> <laughs> I 
Uh, we're talking about, um, and we don't advertise on the show, although I do very much like radish soap. <laughs> <laughs> We're um, going to get in trouble with people. We always people yeah. always suspect. People us, think we're doing something. Yeah, they we think we've cooked up. Something and also, deal. what I we always haven't. say with Takis, which, which is the snack we're discussing, yes. is that everyone else on the show hates. You. <laughs> so I, it's a weird kind of advertising. It would work if you were to to advertise it. Takis for the comedian, as a play on taxi for the comedian. If you're familiar That's with that terrible, you say, Steve. You say, it's, Steve, it's one of the worst things you've ever said. <laughs> I don't pitch, like I'm it. Pitching, I'm pitching money-making ideas. <laughs> <laughs> I love you, Steve, but I ain't having it. Yeah. I'm just surfing out advertising <laughs> ideas. <laughs> love you, Steve, but come on. <laughs> Tackies for the comedian. <laughs> no, stop it. I, mean, I stand by it. <laughs> no, I'm not ashamed. <laughs> Respect, though. Yeah. No, the other version was no, there's, no there's respect. Only, <laughs> I'm, there's I'm, only, my respect <laughs> is swirling down the block. The, the other version was If there's anyone's only, listening in Australia, yours will be swirling the other way. There's only two things in life that are certain death and tachis. That was the other. Oh, uh, that, that that's better. That's better. I do, do you know what, what? isn't? What isn't better than Takis for the comedian? I mean, come on. Steve. I think Taxi for the comedian isn't great, <laughs> and that's without any interference. <laughs> anyway, I don't know if we should be workshopping our guests. Listen, we've all got a ballet link. You've no, just found yours. I've been yours. relegated back to guest after the, the, oh, poor, yeah. quali- the poor quality of that yeah. pun has seen me demoted. That was, that, live was on me. That, that was me subliminally distancing yeah. myself. You are out of the family. You're no family of mine. <laughs> yeah, it's like that. Um, what's that um, Disney thing when the guy with the glasses who lives in the wall... I hate him. Come on, Who help me out. He sounds terrible, that What man. do you think I imply? Hang on, she's... What, the producer? What's it called? What is it? A Disney character who lives in a wall? Yeah. With glasses? It, and everything we beast? need to talk about or don't mention... Oh, oh we don't talk we could, about... I don't know about, about Bruno. Bruno. Oh. Well, you could have told me. Thomas Bruno. I mean, am I I speaking a foreign language? Well, yeah, pretty much. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. I tell you what I realised the other night from watching a documentary about uh, ABBA. You have gone ABBA mad in your family. Yeah, so Kath um, was... uh, She's gone totally since since Abba Voyage. How many times? At least three. Three, and I think there's another one in the uh, in the offing. <laughs> and um, so, Miss Watson, I realise now that I prefer Anna Fried to Agneta. <laughs> For years, it was always Agneta, and I've really grown into Anna Fried. Mm. Voice of controversy. Yeah. I think you know what it is. I think as you get older, the, the, the sort of just the classic beauty thing is tedious. <laughs> and um, That's good news. Yeah. He likes it, me. Yeah, well, that, no, it isn't. And I, um, she just looks like a bit more, she's got a bit more going on, Anna Freed, I think. Looks a bit more um, sparky. 
So you're saying you're, you're sort of hunting out the hinterland a bit more? I don't know. I don't know. I've always, um, I've always been a bit... <laughs> Fantastic. Welcome to Hunting Out the Hinterland with Kath, Frank Skinner. Kath always quoted for years that I said to her that she was beautiful, but she was like a director's cot of a beautiful woman. She's quoted that back to me. But you said that to Kath? Time. Yeah. To her? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> That's what intimacy is all about. Um, <laughs> nevertheless, um, yeah. Although, so, to be uh, fair, Kath likes nothing more than to, than for you to select someone quite odd looking, celebrity, and to be told she looks like that person. What Kath loves best of all is a celebrity who's stuck with his wife who's now getting a bit older. <laughs> <laughs> and she'd say, Go on, and be a, a celebrity. You think, oh, I bet they've got rid of their original wife and got some, dot. and you'll still be with the original wife. And Catalog is going, oh, so deeply patronising. And then if you say, oh yes, they got remarried, and she'll go, oh, yeah, exactly. I'm with her. They're I'm all judged. They're all judged on it. Yeah, Steve, like, we got. I don't feel we've we've. Um, We've gone deep enough into Steve's <laughs> world. Well, you say that. I think you'll find we just had <laughs> what Joe Le Taxi. That's how I'm going to call him from now on. Punishment. I just Steve Le Taxi. <laughs> and I've just had it, while that last song was playing. I've just had my first Takis experience. Oh the, yeah, I gave I gave Steve one. I feel like I've had a thousand Red Bulls. It's uh, <laughs> it's it's how people never have the second one. <laughs> you might want to think about that. What yeah. does that tell you? We did actually never get to the. Co- that was the sound effect. <laughs> Frank, we'll get extra money for that. <laughs> they told me they'd pay us extra. I don't, if you I don't make want a... their money. That's <laughs> blood it's money as far as I'm one, concerned. Once you pop, it is medically urgent that you stop straight away. <laughs> <laughs> we never got to the correspondence regarding it, but we can come back to it. Is there, is there a... Yeah, there was, Steve, wasn't Yes, there? there was. Oh, well, let's do that, and then Steve can tell us. Um... It's from one of our friends in Tenerife. Yes, oh, well, Leighton. It's, they're not in Tenerife, but they had a holiday there, Steve. Am I right? Yes, absolutely. If I was from Tenerife, I would get two friends together and I would get a band called the Three Tenerife. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I just think it's it's a good title just waiting to happen. But the people of Tenerife are a, a bit slow on it, I'll be straight with you. <laughs> the good people of, of Tenerife. Tenerife. <laughs> yeah. I don't even know where Tenerife is. I've got no idea. Is, that, is, it, uh, is it Spanish? Is it European I side believe of so. Africa, is it? Is, is it, it Africa? Africa? Technically, I believe, is it? Oh, I don't know. One of us will know. Uh, anyway, these characters will just give you a, leave you on a bit of a cliffhanger here. Yes. Steve? We said the absolute highlight of this week's sojourn to Tenerife, which I enjoyed, was the discovery of Takis oh. in a local supermarket. <laughs> okay, we'll leave it there. Frank Skinner. Frank Skinner. Absolute Radio. So we'd left you on a Takis cliffhanger. Yes. From, from Leighton, who'd been to Tenerife. Uh, and discovered Takis in the local supermarket. And he says, I had to see what all the hullabaloo was about and bought myself a packet of each flavour on offer. Wow, he, he went blue. <laughs> so the first ones I tried were the intriguingly titled Queso Volcano, uh, which my, bo- my most basic grip on Spanish translated as some kind of cheesy volcano. Uh, they were rather nice, and I was all ready to declare myself a member of Hashtag Team Frank. 
with both Pierre and Emily plummeting, in my opinion, thanks to their amateur dramatics and histrionics. <laughs> wow. He says, I then attacked the second flavour. Oh, what had I done? I can only assume Mr. Skinner's favoured flavour is what the Spanish title Fuego. Initially, they were not too bad at all. A little strange, but perfectly palatable. It was only on the third or fourth one that they really hit me and the fire caught at the back of my throat with the rest of my mouth soon catching up. Fuego. I'm just holding up Frank my, my packet of Fuegos. <laughs> Yeah. says, I immediately became desperate for a drink, which did indeed calm things down a bit and allow my sunburn to once again be confined to the exterior of my body. Oh, nice. He said, Pierre and Emily, I apologize sincerely and unreservedly. <laughs> Frank, I applaud you for seeking out and enjoying bold new exciting tastes at a time when perhaps the trend may be to flavor a more beige plateful. Oh. I've got a beige dog. Is that okay? <laughs> you have, yeah. Mine's yeah. Brindle. Oh, is it? So what colour? Martin, as I call it. Uh, he uh, actually Brindle. I didn't know what Brindle was. I so thought I Brindle was a mix of sort of black and brown, so all muffled I. together. That's what I thought. But when I googled, uh, he does come under Brindle. Well, hush, mama. <laughs> <laughs> There's sufficient chocolate in him. Okay. Ooh. Yeah. You can't give him chocolate now, of course. No. Indeed. All our dogs, when I was a kid, lived on chocolate and biscuits. Yeah. But apparently they die now if you give it to them. Yeah. They always have gone, Frank. <laughs> yeah. Perfectly uh, happy with it. <laughs> <laughs> I would like... Frida from Abbott, Mark Ryan says, is a fascinating person. Mm. Now, I think, believe she's a member of the Swedish or the Swiss royal family or something of that equivalent. Well, she married, like, the Baron von Dingle... Bearing, and he <laughs> died, and she's is a princess, I think, and now she goes out with some. I've looked her up. I think uh, Mark has said, I don't know if we, would, but has said there's. Uh, she was born as a result. Uh, her birth father was so. I'm for a Nazi officer, and oh. Mark says too dark for breakfast. Yeah, that is. <laughs> yeah. We won't hold that against no, her. We won't hold that against her. I'm glad you've gone over to Frida, Frank. Yeah, she's. Um, I find, um, you know, celebrities who moan about celebrity. I think that's where Agnate yeah. is. Oh, yeah, people, you know, following me around. Well, just get a job in the post office. Why didn't you do that? <laughs> It's like knowing what Mark's just told us there about her dad being an officer, that changes Super Trooper for me. <coughs> Something way more. Oh, please. Troubling. Please. Uh, Steve, I don't feel, I don't want Steve's only, the only impression <laughs> Steve leaves on the show today to relate to, you know what I'm going to say, Frank. Yes. Jared a taxi. <laughs> to taxi gate. I would like to find out more about what's going on in Steve's world. Okay, well, we'll come to Steve's okay. world. Thank it's you. it's what what's the saying? It's Steve's world, and we all just get to live in it, or something like that. Is that what people say? <laughs> we'll need to get it's a taxi it's, first. It's Steve's world, and we politely avoid it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and we make our excuses and leave. <laughs> oh no, we don't. We, we laugh. We, we love you, Steve. Steve. We love Steve. Yeah, yes, in a slightly patronising way, but with some affection. Some affection also. No love is on alloyed, I would say. Frank Skinner. Frank Skinner. Absolute radio. Absolute radio. Now, oh, I was asking Steve. I want to know about Steve's life, Frank. Don't you? 
Go on. Yes. What's, well, what's happening? What is my life? How do I exist? What's up? I, uh, well, we talked about it a couple of years ago. We talked about this. Uh, so my wife is uh, studying and researching a condition called misophonia. Oh, uh, yes. Both Emily and Pierre are fairly severe sufferers of. Wow, everybody's got something. The condition, it's a disorder We're where... very intolerant. It's an extreme emotional reaction to repetitive noises. Right. So chewing, breathing, fingernails. I get it visually. So, for example, I had to tell the producer the other week, mm. uh, please stop twiddling your laminate because it was... Distracting me to That's the point. That's a fiddle toy. I know, but come on, what is she? My I know, but Raymond? some people need a fiddle toy. That's simple as that. <laughs> anyway, there's things like that. So fingernails on typewriters, uh, um, keyboards rather. Typewriters makes it sound a bit more yeah. 1970s than it intended to. And so uh, she has had a book published. So it, it just came out in September. It's the first proper self-help guide to people with misophonia. Um, and she set up the first NHS referral free. scheme in the country. Does it come with free earplugs on the front? It like, <laughs> like when you buy a children's comic and you get all that stuff stuck on the front? She has been trying to research what are the best earplugs to get. Um, mm. but, I know. Um, I don't know if I'm allowed to mention <laughs> brands, but I have about six. The, it mm. is there. Oh, it'll be, it's tricky. Yeah, but what? I, I, don't, I don't get it. I know you it's don't. It's a noisy darling. old world we live in. Well, what's what's the what's the big deal? Oh, right, nineteen fifty-three. There are there are people. With, I think the, the research said that eighteen percent of the country have misophonia to some degree, but there are people who have it on a clinical level where it goes beyond mere annoyance at people being rude, and it goes into despair and rage and so mm, on. Goodness. Uh, and so the people who've got it, it really. It really ruins their lives. And so she's been doing all sorts of media to promote it. So she's been on Steph's Pack Lunch. She went on Jeremy Vine. She sat on the BBC breakfast couch with Charlie and oh. Naga. Oh, Charlie. Yeah, she got the big dogs. Did she it like was, Charlie? She, she said they were absolutely delightful. Oh. Yeah. Uh, and for some reason, all of these shows, they always all play All of these in. shows are my version of misophonia. When <laughs> 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 I When you're sitting watching the telly show, Tin Why? <laughs> <laughs> but they, as um, Frank said, why am I here? I believe you once said when we were in a we were in a film or something and we're watching someone, and you said, "Why am I here?" I think it's always good to ask why we're all here, mm. <laughs> just as a moment of justification. But she so, was okay. she was interviewed in the Times as part of the book promotion, uh, and I was by gonna... Brian Blessed. Cruel, <laughs> 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 and I was going to read an excerpt. Oh. From the interview, it'll become apparent why I'm reading this particular. Well, maybe bit we out. should. Uh, we should have. We're about to go into the news, so maybe we should hold this sure. excerpt. Certainly. So let's just set this up. It's an interview on with the Times, your wife, uh, and the subject is misophonia. Yeah, people who uh, don't like um, certain noises. Mm-hmm. I think we got it. Frank's Okay, we're no, going to uh, go back to Steve because yes. he left us on a cliff. We don't have a jingle for Steve. What about this? <laughs> Fabulous. <laughs> that's, that's very much the noise in my head as I walk down the street. I should hope so. So uh, my wife has written a book on misophonia, as we were saying, and uh, she was interviewed in the Times. That'd be a great Bernard Manning. My wife's written a book on misophonia. <laughs> I said, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
So the reason I'm reading you this excerpt will become apparent as, as I read it out. You'll understand okay. why I want to share this with the world. Uh, so the interview says, uh, she grew up in a beach town in Australia and moved to the UK in 2010 after falling in love with an Englishman, the comedian Steve Hall. Ooh. The first three years of their relationship were long distance. It wasn't until they moved in together that Gregory made it, my wife uses her maiden name, uh, made a terrible discovery. I said to him, have you always breathed this loudly? <laughs> she couldn't believe she hadn't noticed. She says, I would have considered that. Context for that yeah. sentence. She says, I would have considered that a deal breaker. I didn't think I could be with someone who breathed loudly and ate loudly, and he did both. Impressively, love got them through. Hall agreed that if the room was quiet, he wouldn't sit too close. If we were eating, sometimes it was better for him to sit next to me so I couldn't see the eating process, and sometimes it was better for him to sit opposite me so I couldn't hear it. So that is four paragraphs about what a disgusting pig I am yes. in the Times in the thank paper God. of record for the United Kingdom. Well, thank God for the paywall. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no uh, mention of the fact that she snores like a warthog. Where well, is my interview? I I um, knew a woman who um, no, well, I knew a guy. I didn't know. I didn't know the wife, but he. When they had meals, she used to wear proper industrial ear protectors because she couldn't stand the noise he made when he chewed. <laughs> really. I mean, this is a level of intolerance. Well, my wife's had that. She's had an excerpt from that interview uh, printed on a mug that I now drink wow. from. I slurp tea from the mug with her own words taunting oh, are me. You, um, are you I'd say that's certainly been imprinted on a mug. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I am a heavy breather. I think I had, a, I had a, I took a football to the nose from a comedian's football game and Milton Jones sent over a very elegant cross that I headed badly and hit with my face. Oh. Uh, mm. And uh, I think that that's what created it, and I've uh, I've had septoplasty to try and I've gone under the surgeon's knife to annoy my wife slightly well, that's less. That's what Kim Kardashian said. But I know those excuses. I don't know how, how people get through with this yeah. level. It was of... literally the sound of me breathing. The I sound mean, of, yeah. the sound of me being alive <laughs> makes yes, my wife I mean, want to smash my face. I in. get I get stick for whistling. But I'm from the 50s. <laughs> what does she expect? But you can avoid whistling. Sometimes you don't know you're doing it. Um, but generally speaking, but breathing, you're kind of stopped with, as you say. Yeah, yeah. But, I, um, but I she's got My the, thing she's is the, the long nailed crew tapping yes. on the iPhone. Mm. Oh, that's an awful tap, yeah, tap, yeah, tap, like, tap, tap. You know, the dog on Lino. They sound like a dog. I Your love dog the sound Shep. of a dog online. But it sounds like Shep. I don't want that. <laughs> I, I actually say to people, when, they, when they've got those very long acrylic nails and they tap on the phone, I say, can you please stop doing that? Well, I just ask you people to think of Beethoven, who would have killed to be able to hear these noises yes. in his later years. He was, a nice, he was a nice man, apparently. Yeah, he was a nice <laughs> Churchill, Churchill had misophonia, apparently. Did I just he? found this out recently. He had typewriters shipped in from America that were silent keys because the noise of the clacky key, uh, typewriters that were made oh, in the UK. No wonder he didn't like Hitler. <laughs> he was a noisy individual. <laughs> Gosh. So noisy. Oh, shout. We shout. There's a microphone. Get on to the microphone. Well, it makes yeah. sense why he wanted to fight them on the beaches now because the sand is softer. Yeah, exactly. Noise, Even you know? Blondie. I mean, Blondie, that poor dog, he was yeah. winning. Because he had very good hearing. But they maybe, do Alsatians. Maybe he didn't bark. Well, Blondie. Yeah. No, he wasn't allowed. Uh, Frank, <laughs> briefly, Sally Sallet. 
Misophonia, husband scraping the freezer drawers in and out, then rummaging about through the crunchy contents. It makes my teeth itch. But the trouble is, surely every relationship that lasts any time is a lesson in tolerance. I mean, I really get annoyed that my partner wears odd socks and wears clothes inside out. I don't want to see the exposed seams. I'm not living with the Frankenstein monster. <laughs> but it, nothing changes. I just have to... Years ago, there's a final thought on this. We had couple counselling and the, and the counsellor said to me, I think you need to accept there's not going to be any big changes here. You either take her like this or you don't take her at all. And I, th- I said, OK, I'll take her like this. We can all learn from that. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. So um, I've been sent the audio book of um, Steve's wife. Um, book. I couldn't hear it. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> I should, I'm going to take that. It's called Sounds Like Misophonia by Dr. Jane Gregory, if anyone oh, wants to read I can't believe that li- I don't plug like this my own stuff. No, you don't? <laughs> Never. We're, we're not allowed. Yeah? Uh, um, Frank? Yes? We have things to discuss here. Well, there's a thing that we discuss every year I which know. has occurred, which I think we should probably take on, mm. and that is um, the John Lewis Christmas the ad. The Christmas ad. Which is something of an institution. I mean, there's a big hullabaloo. There is all sort of hullabaloo. Every time it drops. I felt very young when I said that, right? Drops. <laughs> that was very like good. The trainers. <laughs> and... This year's has dropped. I believe it's called Snapper. Yes. Have ye both seen it? Yes. In case anyone might have seen it and not realised what it is, it's about a, a boy at a second-hand fair thing who buys what is supposedly the, a, a seed of a perfect Christmas tree, and when he plants it, it turns into a Venus flytrap which becomes enormous to the point where his parents remove it from the house. Oh, it's a little shop of horrors yes, sort of. it's very not, little shop of horrors. Yeah. Oh, well, I thought of you, actually. Well, that's, I was wondering wow. if it brought back memories for you. Oh, you're thinking of my uh, my Triffids. Emily was in Day of the Triffids in the <laughs> 80s, was that? Thank which you. was a, a bit of a, a classic BBC Well, I didn't, we didn't know. I had, As you know, I had a choice, Frank. I was offered another part at the time. It was Susan and Dare the Triffids. Yes. Or uh, Fanny by Gaslight. Huh? Was it Power Cut? <laughs> yeah. Um, and I went for Triffids. No, well, that, well, you did the right thing. You went sci-fi, which yes. is also a good thing. I got hogged by an Avenger at the weekend, by the way. Did you? Which one? Paul Bettany, who plays... Oh, I love Fabricio. Paul Bettany. Gangster number one. He's great. Oh, I like him. He was in Master and Commander. Yes, he was. Fabulous film. Mm. He was. But he's he's a fantastic vision. Well, I know he is. Really tremendous. Anyway... So... I live near Triffid Alley. Do you? What's you remember, he was, he was one of... Um, <laughs> Oh, it was one of the Iraqi oh, um, oh, cabinet. <laughs> I can't believe you did something. No, Triffid Alley. Is that, is that why there's so much humus on your car? <laughs> Triffid Alley is um, the local um, people of. Um, the League of Gentlemen. <laughs> yes. 
there, there are, you know, how local people. I mean, a proper local people who get involved in things. Oh yes, they want to have it actually named Triffid Alley in the book. Is it Bill, the main character? Correct. Bill races Mason. Mm-hmm. Anyway, Bill races into an alleyway to escape the Triffids. Mm a narrow alleyway, and it's been identified as being at the bottom of my road. What, the one that John Wyndham wrote about? Yeah, yeah. So there is a plaque there that says Triffid Alley, but they want it to be properly changed. They want it to be named Triffid Alley. Oh, I'll have to take my picture in Triffid Alley. Yeah, yeah. Next time you come over, we'll go down to Triffid Alley. I might sell it at a convention. I just wonder if they did. They didn't film there, did they? No, we filmed in Suffolk, I believe it was. Oh, okay. I'll tell you the locations afterwards. <laughs> I have picked, I have a whole album. Do I should, you? I've got the Triffid album. See, that could be. You remember I had a book the other week? It was Behind a store. the scenes. I had a, a picture book of Conan the Barbarian. You <laughs> could bring out a similar <laughs> thing. That would be a bit tragic, wouldn't it? Well, I bet, that, believe me, I, I was at Comic-Con last week. There were, there were definitely people there who would be interested. Oh, imagine me behind a desk, Frank. With a styrofoam cup of coffee, yeah. with no cues. That'll be 15 oh. quid. Oh, no. Oh. 15 quid, move along. <laughs> Paul Bettany was 125, I think, for a photo. Oh. But, you know, it's a bit special. It's Bettany. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. Yes, so uh, boy befriends um, mysterious outsider family are upset and don't trust mysterious outsider. It's the whole, it's E.T., it's uh, the snowman, it's uh, Meghan Markle. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's a very common uh, narrative trope. So this poor creature, um, who I think is a suggestion, it eats their dog in the Yes, outer. it's a yes, dog eating, yeah. but it also uh, it vomits Christmas presents though, on the plus side. No, I don't think it does, does oh, it? Does it, it eats not? them and then it vomits them unwrapped, oh, is okay. what it does, yeah. which is rubbish because you're losing <laughs> warranties, instructions, <laughs> bit everything. soggy. So like, one of the uh, siblings of the, uh, the slightly troubled, lonely boy figure... <laughs> Um, he, uh, the sibling gets some beats, as I recall. Yes. And they're yes. just, they're, they're chomped up. In a strange bit where the family all go out and lay their gifts in front of the now exiled <laughs> Venus flytraps. No, I exa- find that very odd. Why what, do they why lay they it's like, it? Like, like the Magi <laughs> worshipping at the feet of this shrub. Straight, I couldn't work out. I got that wrong. I thought, are they giving, do they feel bad? And I, they're giving or is it, it that they present? fear it? They're trying to appease this angry Venus flytrap demon. Why did the family give the Venus flytrap presents? I have a theory. Because they didn't give it presents. They were their presents. Yeah. I think they're saying, (laughs) you are our Christmas tree. And so oh. we're laying our gift. But they don't lay the gifts underneath it. They lay the gifts before it. Yeah. And then work. it chews them up and spits the beats out without any instructions, any of the additional leads or wiring for you know charging. What they should have said, Frank. There's no charging equipment comes with the beats. <laughs> They've been consumed. They needed you on hand to come up with an end line, which should have been... There's gratitude for you. <laughs> yes. That's what I'd have said to that fly trap. I had a Venus fly trap. And, and nothing would it. No, I had a Venus flytrap. <laughs> Absolute rubbish. I feel nervous. I used Do you to feel nervous? I, I'm constantly. Yeah. I used to kill flies, put them on its 
spiky lips and it still didn't react as an absolute rubbish Venus flight. What are they? But have you Get a dog. A dog is much better. And when there's a fly in the house, it's like I bought the dog an Xbox. <laughs> It'll keep it going for half an hour, just leaping around after. Much more fun than watching just like a thing with a fly on its lip doing nothing. The whole thing did feel a bit like they'd, they'd forgotten to write a pitch for it and then they had to do the pitch and just kind of made it up as they went along. So they just, uh, it's a Venus fly trap and uh, it's scary, but then it tries to eat the dog, but then it doesn't eat the dog. And worst of all, yeah. The thing that makes it unwatchable go on. is... Oh, here we go. Festor! Festor! that terribleness. I wish opera singers would stick to opera and not come into the popular culture world. And I love opera, but that's where they belong. He's got a lovely voice, but not on an advert. How your wife goes to that advert, I cannot imagine. So, sorry, just, just to recap, your review of Bocelli yeah. is stop that terribleness. Yes. Okay. But don't cross over. Right. Do, you know, I, I, it's, he Stay did a lovely late, thing Bocelli. on Strictly with his daughter. <laughs> and they sang. What did they sing? I can't remember. Oh, Sarah. It was, it, it was, I remember. It was something to yeah. Sarah, you're my popular culture consultant. You're giving me nothing. <laughs> okay. <laughs> anyway, um, oh, I'll tell you what they did. did you Hallelujah. <laughs> they did that. And and that was all right because it was two. There were two yeah. people dancing to it. Very elegant, but <laughs> fester, fester, fester. <laughs> Sounds like somebody. Um, it's all gone a bit. Skin specialist family. doing a checklist. <laughs> Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. Frank Jeff has been in touch just to say my daughter works in a garden centre. Oh yeah. And since the John Lewis ad, they've been inundated with requests for Venus flytraps. Don't bother. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. Are they no good? Well my so, my I maybe I just got a doffer. I got a vegetarian. Venus flytrap. I've never had one. They frighten me. Also, it is very much... On the thing of what you said about they just threw an advert together, mm. the, the, there is a definite advert piece of borrowing in that the Venus flytrap really looks like one of the aliens who um, championed instant mashed potato. Back yes, in the seventies yeah. and eighties, do you remember they used to talk? They used to um, they were the smash yeah. for I, mash get smash, and they suggested that people who boiled potatoes and grew potatoes and all that were p- primitives. There's a bit where they said they are clearly a most primitive <laughs> people. And they all laugh. <laughs> Their laugh was they so said, sinister. Sh- uh, Civilisation is um, signified by the use of instant mashed potato. <laughs> mm. Do people still eat instant? mashed potato Sarah no. yeah, my son's quite into it weirdly is he yeah, yeah he and we've done we've done it the proper way and he doesn't like it and he, he likes the smoothness of the mm. uh, of the instant oh. what, what concerns me about Venus flytrap is the the slight feeling of unease I have at the end that nothing has been resolved we have no guarantee from this plant monster hmm that, that it won't yes. kill the family in the next he frame. He will yeah. kill again. Yeah. 
And so there's no dog a, in the external. He's eating the dog. A Venus flytrap is for life, not just for Christmas. Yeah. And also, you are not getting rid of the problem by putting it in the garden. No. Okay. Yeah, and this policy of appeasement that they're using. <laughs> Yeah. It's going to backfire. What message are they yes, teaching? Absolutely. There's no boundaries here. They've made a Venus flytrap happy, but at what cost? Yeah. Now, it's a, it's not my favourite Christmas advert by, <laughs> by quite a are while. You, have you seen it, any of the others? Because I sort of got sucked down well, a bit I, like, I do like three old ladies on sledges. Yeah, yes. What yeah. about oh, the no, ads? That sounds we like... don't want to know about your <laughs> no, specialist no. interests. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm, I'm obsessed with Inuit burial rituals. <laughs> <laughs> No, um, I like that one. That's a lovely, moving and quite sexy advert. The old ladies on sledges. I'll tell you what I like, Frank. I did like the Elton John one. Oh, I don't know that one. Oh, that one when he's... This was from last year, Elton John as a boy. Do you oh, remember? Oh, yes, yes, yes. We yes. both cried at that. Yes, we I... We shed yeah. a tear. Yeah. Have you seen the three old ladies on... No. Um, yes, that's very nice. It's a, it's a, de- it's a good one, though. Okay. I, I, we're, not, we're not saying the name of the... Uh, uh, I don't know. I don't know it's, what um, it's advertising. I believe, it's, I believe it was Amazon. Oh, is um, it? Oh, that's all right. Okay. They should go down on cardboard boxes. <laughs> <laughs> um, you give these people heating allowances and then they head for the slopes. <laughs> Very ungrateful. <laughs> Frank, uh, you may recall Steve was reading out an extract from his wife <laughs> Jane's interview in the mm, Times. Mm. In which, Steve, if you'd care to remind us, uh, it was pointed out at great length uh, that I am a, a disgusting pig with no table manners who eats, breathes, and drinks far too loudly. Yeah, mm. she should have kept that to herself. And a pig is an animal <laughs> with dirt on its face. Come on, carry on. In fairness to Jane, uh, Ruth Jordan mm. has said, has Steve previously talked about his wife on stage and she's done the Times interview to get her own back? <laughs> I thought, I wasn't sure where that was going to go. I thought it was going to say, uh, Ruth Jordan says in, in, in Jane's defence, she's heard me eat. Uh, no, I, don't, I, generally, I generally don't um, talk about her too much on stage. Just uh, so You've talked about her on here a bit, I think. Yeah. But always but nice. Yeah, nothing... Um, Not, nothing abusive yeah, like indeed, the Times yes. interview. <laughs> <laughs> Never mind. But it's, that all changes from today. Yeah. <laughs> the gloves are off. Oh, you've got plans, have you, Steve? <laughs> the gloves are off, but the earphones are definitely on. <laughs> yes. What else? We've heard from 596, uh, who says, as a geography teacher of too many years, we have to teach about tropical rainforest and their structure. And uh, the humus, as in humour, uh, is indeed leaf mould. He calls it leave mould. Yes, you see, I think it might contain even living. I don't. I know leaves are sort of leaves are sort of live. I think it even might have insects and things in it. Mm. It's basically dead stuff, and gardeners are keen on all sorts of dead stuff. Mm. Okay. All right. Sorry, I'm brought in. All. <laughs> <laughs> Please don't bring it up. And then, uh, oh, this looks interesting. David Calderley has said, uh, good morning, F-E-N-S. Fez. Oh, that's good to know. It's not really Fez. No. Because there should be a Z. You should be Ziggy if we wanted that. (laughs) Uh, 
listening to Frank. He'd be a different guy, wouldn't he, if he was Ziggy Hall? What would Steve be like if he was Ziggy Hall? He'd, he'd have very, tell you what he'd have, Frank, slightly, he'd have a blonde, floppy hair. Hmm. And he, don't you think? Yes. And slightly tight jeans that they wear on Love Island. <laughs> and he wouldn't eat like a garbage truck. <laughs> <laughs> and his That's breathing would be immaculate. His breathing would be almost indiscernible. <laughs> but then you know what? He wouldn't be our Steve and exactly. we wouldn't love him. No, he wouldn't he, have done the taxi Frank joke. said he's going to... <laughs> he might be a pig, but he's our pig. Frank said he's going to go and see one of your gigs. Steve. Oh, yes. Where are you on? Uh, uh, we're doing... Uh, the are one, you on the tonight? One, yeah, we're in Bristol this afternoon and tonight, but that's sold this out. This is you and Steve. Me and Steve Williams no, are on tour. sold out. Uh, and, <laughs> There's uh, always singles. That's my experience. We're doing, Tell the, me about we're doing the Frog and Bucket <laughs> in Manchester next weekend. That's that's not sold out. Okay. We're doing Leicester Square Theatre in, uh, in March. I'll come to that one with Frank. So that's the two Steve, Steve Williams, also is also a friend of the show. Yeah. Um, so go and yeah, go and see the Steves. Um, they the come Steves. with our with our recommendation. <laughs> the two, do you call it the two Steves? We call it Good Steveing. Oh, I, Frank, I like that. What Not do you going. think? <laughs> so um, that's so me. Good, Steve. <laughs> we call oh, it. We call me, it the. Um, we the actually call it the small tenery. rooms. We call it the small rooms and very cheap tickets tour. You should call it no sense of humour. <laughs> Steve, it's always lovely to have we you on. You are a Good tremendous you. sport, which is what people always say post abuse. <laughs> um, <laughs> If the good Lord spares us and the creeks don't rise, we'll be back again this time next week. Now get out. This is Frank Skinner. This is Absolute Radio.